hello, hello. Thank you so much for listening to Victoriously Broken. This is our second episode. Woo! And I'm so excited. I'm your host, Invincible. And this safe space was created for all who have been broken to share their testimonies, to encourage and uplift others. Today's topic is it's a little bit different. I'm going to do something um, out of the box. Just a quick way for you to get to know me and a bit of my story. So I have my sister here and she's going to interview me. Hi, everybody doing? <laughs> I'm going to be interviewing Invincible today on Victoriously Broken. Are you yes. ready for your interview? I am ready. I'm excited. A little bit nervous, but I'm excited. Let's get to it. <laughs> Let's do this. Let's do this. All right. So the first question is a fun question, I think. Okay. So, invincible. There's a three-part question, right? Okay. If you could have any superpower, what would it be? And what would your theme song be while you're doing your favorite hobby? Okay. All right. This is the fun one. Okay. So I would have to say my superpower would be to heal people Mm. because I know what it feels like to be hurt and you just want to get better. You want to get back to you. And my song, my theme song would have to be by this young lady named Tasha Page Lockhart. And it's called Different. I choose that song because... I know that. Right, right? <laughs> I choose that song because I'm, I'm a very lyrical person. So I get in tune with the words. If the words speak to me, I fall in love with the song. And her song, literally, I feel like somebody told this woman about me and she was inspired with my story and she wrote about it. <laughs> okay. Because she goes, the very first verse is just, back when I was 17, like every other girl, I used to have big dreams. Then I got introduced to some other things. And suddenly the church girl I was originally became different. You see, the wrong things can call your name. Mm. I chose to answer when the spirit said, walk away. Now I live with circumstances that I can't erase. I just wish I could go back, y'all, to yesterday. Yeah. Woo, girl. Man, listen, girl, just me saying that, I just got chills all over again because, girl, just that part. (laughs) It is my life to the T because at 17, that was when I just started going, you know, I grew up like most of us. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. (laughs) Like I grew up in the church. I grew up in, you know, have instilling those old school rules, <laughs> you know, right. man, when you grow that's up crazy, but that's crazy that you say you grew up in the church because that's like lead us into our next question. Are you a Christ follower? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Most definitely there. I have been through so much and I've seen too much that there's nothing nobody on this earth could ever tell me or show me that God is not real. Come on. Come on, somebody. I've been through too much and my own life will make you believe in God. Right. Okay. I am a living, breathing, walking miracle. 
Okay. Right. Well, <laughs> what's one miracle that he, he, you know, he showed up for you in your life? Oh, now that's a good question. So a fun fact about me is I, at one point was at end stage renal failure. Mm. And I was on dialysis. And typically when people are on dialysis, they're on their, they're, you're on dialysis forever. Yeah. You know, it's not, <laughs> when I tell you I wasn't on dialysis for long, uh, I wasn't sick for long, but I know for a fact that he gave me my kidney disease. And now I thank him for that because it was the only way he could figure out how to answer my prayers. Right. Mm. Everything I was asking him for, he needed me to be still. Mm. How else was he going to get me to be still? Because before that time happened, I was going nowhere fast and I kept praying and I'm like, come on, God, come on, God. And one day out of nowhere, kidney disease is not run through my family. Nobody has it. You know, it was just random. Literally. I woke up one day and I just start, was starting to swell up multiple doctor visits and nobody could understand or figure out what was wrong with me. Mm. But the thing about me is I know I'm not right. And I'm going to keep going and keep knocking on that door until we figure out what's wrong and how to fix it. And mm. I, like everybody else, when something bad happens, we, the first thing we say is why me? Right. But now I change that. And I say, why not me? Wow. Why not me? Because God decides on who he gives his, that, that testimony to that story to that situation to right. for a reason, right? Our job is to find that reason and to do something with that reason. Right. right. And mine is being here with you today. Mm. Mine is to share with you people's stories and testimonies to tell you that it's okay to help you heal. Mm. Your superpower. Exactly. <laughs> your superpower, boo. <laughs> right? Yes. So exactly. your superpower is healing. Yes. Right? yes. Your theme song is different, right? So when you're doing all that, what are you doing in the midst of that? What is your favorite? What is your thing to do? What is your hobby? My hobbies, I love crafting. And that stems from everything. That's what brings me peace and joy is when I make things from mm. sewing to knitting. When people ask me to make them something, that makes me feel so good uh, mm. because it's like they, they, they see I'm capable of doing it and they trust me. They trust me to the point where they don't give me no direction they just say, I know, you know, <laughs> I know, you know what you're doing and I know, right. you know me. So go ahead. Right. And they give me 100% creative freedom. It drives <laughs> me nuts, but exactly. I'm thankful, but I'm thankful for it, <laughs> you know, but yeah. I, I do it out of love. I do it yeah. because it feels so good that when people have something on that I made, you know, mm. they wear it proudly. Mm. So, yeah. Who inspired you to create? Who inspired you to follow God and to choose that path who inspired you who are who are your give me your top five this is just to say just give me your top five inspirations <laughs> okay the person who inspired me to create is my mother because she herself is a crafter but not to the extent to where I am she is a crocheter 
Okay. Mm, shout mom, out to mom. Right. <laughs> my mom is a beast with the granny square. Okay. If anybody's having a baby, you best believe you getting a hand crochet made out of a little blanket by my mama. Okay. Okay, grandma. Okay. <laughs> and my mom also is a like cookies. My mom bakes the bomb cookies. Okay, Come on, growing up, you in your hand type of yes. Mrs. Phil, who listen? Okay, listen. No box. Okay. <laughs> My growing up, people used to come to me and be like, "Hey, tell your mama I need some chocolate chip cookies. Tell your mama I need some peanut butter cookies." Like, come on now. Yes. You get um, me hungry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> My grandmothers. Both mm-hmm. Carolyn and Lily May. Mm-hmm. They are my backbone. They are my strength. Mm-hmm. They both showed up for me in my life in more ways than one. Mm-hmm. Try not to cry, y'all. <laughs> I miss them dearly and I think about them all the time. But yeah. they didn't let anything stop them from doing what they had to do to survive, to take care of their family. And that's where I get my strength from, from watching them, Mm. from watching them. That's amazing. And a lot of it, I didn't realize until I got older, when I found out even more about them. Yeah. I was like, wow, because I saw it happening. But you know, as a kid, you don't really see it happening. You're not processing and really understanding it. Right. But as I sit and I remember and we're talking about them, I'm just like, oh, yeah, wow. Yeah. Lily Man Carolyn. Listen. That's three out of five. Who you say are two more inspirations you have? Well, the one inspiration I honestly have to say is my circle. My circle. I keep keep some soldiers around me, (laughs) you know? And it's just people just in my life that I've come across, I'm inspired by either to not do that thing, not become that, you know, I learned from other people's mistakes as well. Mm-hmm. And I would have to say Queen Latifah and Oprah, just those two okay. are okay. my celebrity, like generalized. Celebrity. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Because uh-huh. they don't look like what they've been through. Mm. They didn't let a chapter in their life write the rest of their story. Mm. you know mm. they see that yes yeah I that. and I see how they are your inspirations because they're both old talk show hosts right yeah <laughs> oh yes yeah exactly they're both old talk show hosts yes you remember when <laughs> we came out with her show you feel me yes yes you know what I mean yes we her show you know Oprah had her show you get a car you get a car okay hey, yes car. yes hey. yes hey. yes now we invincible now we okay invincible. so you get a breakthrough you get a healing you get a breakthrough you get a healing going back to that superpower use a what <laughs> amen, use a amen. What? <laughs> so victoriously broken see so so my question for you is when did you decide you were victoriously broken? Oh, find victory in your brokenness. I found victory in my brokenness a few years ago. It was during my healing when I, from my kidney disease. Now, don't get me wrong. I still have it and I'm always going to have it, but I'm better 
we're monitoring it, it's all good. But it wasn't until then I had started to to realize and started to forgive a lot of people. And that was difficult for me because I've been growing up. I was shown that when people do you wrong, you just let them go. Leave them alone. No ifs, ands, or buts. No questions. Bye. Mm. From, you know, just from people growing up. That's just what I was. That's just one of the things I was taught. And for me to forgive, that was hard. But I did it. And I'm such, I'm, I'm a much better person for that. It has changed me for the better. Because I realized one of my favorite Bob Marley quotes is that everyone is going to hurt you. You Mm -hmm. have to find the ones worth suffering for. Wow. Now, when I heard that, it hit something different. That moment, I instantly forgave everybody on my list. Everything was forgiven because we are all human. And I'm expecting a nurse to be a surgeon. That's what my sister told me one day. (laughs) My sister told me, She's like, you're expecting them to be a nurse, a nurse to be a surgeon when a nurse is just, you know, they didn't go to school to be a surgeon. Right. Right. This is, this is the, when it comes to me, this is the level that I'm on with them. This is as far as it goes with them. And I have to set that and be OK with that for the simple fact that I was expecting them to love me the way I love them. And that's not how it works. Can we say that again for the people in the back who was expecting what I was expecting them to love me the way I loved them. Oh my God. Girl, you didn't say something because then that will go into love language, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's why it's important. Would you say it's important to know a person's love language? Most definitely. And after reading that book, I found out my love languages. Mm-hmm. And now whenever I'm like dating or in a relationship or even a friendship that's new or something, that is one of my very first question is what is your love language? And you will be surprised at how many people don't know it. No. Oh, yes. Come on now. Come on now. Yes. Yes. That is, that is awesome. Like your story and your journey is very, very inspirational. And how you found out that you were actually victoriously broken. You mentioned that it was during your arena fair. You mentioned and you went over all of that about your disease. And then you mentioned forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And God had to, he had to make you be still. Mm-hmm. You had to reassess everything. Mm-hmm. You had to re-go back over that list of people. Basically your hit list, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. It was your hit list, right? Yes. So you yes. had to go back over the hit list. Uh-huh. And you have to say, you know what? I have to let this go. I have to forgive. Yes. Because if you didn't forgive, what do you think would happen? Would it have happened to you? Oh, I wouldn't be here today. Mm. I wouldn't be here following my dreams, my passion. I know that because I would still be stuck in my own misery, my own misery. I wouldn't mm-hmm. be able to see past the hurt. So in order to see past the hurt, you had to do, you had to forgive. Right. I had to look within. I had to forgive and realize that it's a, when it comes to relationship, there's two, there's two streets, right? Two people in it. And I know I have my faults and I'm like, I would want them to forgive me if I ever did them wrong. 
right? Because yeah. it wasn't my intentions to hurt you, but it hurt you. And for that, I apologize. And now that I know, I'm going to correct it. Mm-hmm. And part of my healing was, is therapy. I am a huge advocate for therapy, baby. Because come on now, listen, but not just any therapy. When it comes to finding a therapist, you have to do your research. Know what you are looking for. Don't just type in therapist near me and go to your local therapist. Okay, great. If that's, you know, you need something quicker right now. But only you know what's wrong with you. Only you know what you need help with. Right. Honest with yourself. Because the first thing to changing anything is admittance. Right. So be honest with yourself. And find that person. And I, it took me time. It took me a lot of time and multiple therapists and nothing was getting resolved to find the one I have now. And she is amazing. That is awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. How, what advice would you give someone else to, to trying to find their victory in their brokenness? Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> hmm, my advice would be the first question to ask yourself is why not me? You're going through the storm that was for a reason. The storm that was sent to you was, it's not meant to break you. It's meant to strengthen you. Find your why not me and work from there. That's where I had to find. I had to find my why not me because I kept asking why, why me, why me, why me, (laughs) you know? And Honestly, I feel like things got much better when I found my why not me. Wow. I love that. And you you told us so much about yourself already. You told us where you've been. You gave us your testimony. You told us about your, your renal failure disease. You told us about your why not me. You told us so many great things and your inspirations your, about your grandmas. But you know what? One more question I have for you mm-hmm. is... Why should we listen to all that you're saying? Why should we listen to you? Why should we take your opinion and follow it? Well, it's simple because I've been broken. I've been hurt. And now I'm on the other side of the rainbow. And I truly and wholeheartedly know that the only reason why I am here and in front of you today, the only reason why this whole thing is even happening is even a a show is because this is my purpose and my mission from God. My story and everyone else's story that you will hear later on is to help other people. It's to help them find their victory. It's to help them to start their healing. So when you listen to me, I want you to, here's a good example. So when you go on a road, when you go on a road trip, what are the two and most important jobs in a road trip, the driver and mm-hmm. the person riding shotgun. Yep. So the driver's job is to navigate us safely to our destination, wherever that may be. The person riding shotgun is the person that's responsible for the tunes. Cause mm-hmm. yeah, you need, we need some hits. We, we need, need that music. Song. We need that music. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the navigation, the person to say, Oh, we got to get off on exit 94 coming up here two miles to the left, you know, mm-hmm. I'm the person riding shotgun in your journey on your road to recovery. 
Mm, I love that. I love, I love, love, love that. That's as simple as it is. I am just here to have fun and navigate you along your healing, to help you heal, to help you find out what you need to heal. What is it that you need to heal and what do you need to heal from? Right. And you will help us find those important questions we need to ask ourselves. What are the two? You already asked yourself, why not me? That's your number one question. Mm -hmm. But what's a follow-up question to that? What if they can't find the answer to their why not me? To be brutally honest with yourself to bring that why not me out. Okay. I think, well, first, what's wrong? What do I need help with? Mm. Why am I going through what I'm going through? Figure out what you need help with. And then that way you can find out how you can get that help. Mm. So for example, my kidney disease, I'm swelling up. Can't figure out why. Went to several urgent care visits and emergency visits. And you know, those aren't cheap. (laughs) No, girl. And everybody just kept telling me, oh, reduce your salt. I'm like, I don't eat salt like that. Something's wrong with me. Let's, I have to just, you have to be consistent with it. What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? Find out what's wrong with you. Keep with it. Keep asking yourself questions to help you narrow it down. One more thing too. Yeah, yeah. And don't be afraid of being broken. True. I felt like something was wrong with me because I wasn't perfect. I was going through what I was going through. Nobody else was going through anything. It was just me. Mm. And I was ashamed because I wasn't perfect. Everybody else around me had a boyfriend or was a husband and kids and living that life that society likes to inflict on us that we should be living. And I felt like something was wrong with me because I wasn't going through any of that. Instead, I'm going through this. Hence, that's why I kept asking, well, why me? Why me? Why me? Why can't I have those things? Why can't I have love and a relationship and everything like that? But everything comes in due time and everything for a reason. And I now know my reason for going through everything that I went through, the good and the bad. (laughs) That is amazing, Invincible. That is amazing. And you are definitely have described why your name is Invincible. (laughs) I appreciate you allowing me to interview you, Invincible. Thank you you for doing this for me. You hit me with some, with some, uh, some tough ones there, Miss, Miss. Uh, (laughs) You could do it. I knew you could get through it. (laughs) Got me over here missing my granny. As we're closing, I just want to thank you so much. I appreciate it. I hope that it encourages someone else to share their story right? Share their testimony. And if that is you, please feel free to email me at victoriouslybroken at gmail.com. In the words of the great poet Abyss, this life isn't for me, it's for you. God gave me gray sky so yours can be blue. Until next time, peace and blessings.